welcome to Thursday's edition of the Hometown Headlines newscast. John Miller at HometownHeadlines.com with you today. We'll have updates for you all day long on the website. A lot of stories brewing right now. A lot of headlines could change throughout the day. Let's start with what's we know about so far. Number one, one person was seriously injured in an accident on Shorter Avenue last night. The collision was so impactful that it shut down the road for two hours. One patient continues under care at Erlanger Hospital up in Chattanooga. We'll have more on this story later on this morning. Also, Turner McCall Bridge replacement, that is coming up. It looks like now it'll take two years to complete. It'll cost $28.5 million. It all begins during the summer of 22. Uh, Department of Transportation has an open house set for January 16th. That's a week from today at the Civic Center with details about this replacement. We uh, do urge you to attend that. It's going to be a real traffic nightmare for at least half of it. At least uh, one lane each direction is planned during construction. Republican Allison Waters announced she will seek a second term on the Floyd County Commission. Also today, we have an update on the trial of Tarek Robinson. He's the Cartersville man in court in West Virginia in a case involving a woman whose dismembered remains were found in the Bartow County landfill back in August 2018. Also today in restaurant news, get this name, Zen Ramen and Sushi Burrito. Seriously, that's the name of it. Getting great reviews, a new restaurant over in Cartersville. Also, we have First Bites from Sammy's American Grill over on Shorter Avenue. Education news today, George Northwestern is welcoming two administrators to oversee academic affairs as well as the college's foundation. In Buzz today, the Atlanta Braves Foundation has donated $10,000 to the YMCA. St. Mary's Catholic School Open House is set for January 28th, and the Junior Service League seeks community partnership applications, all that available in today's buzz. Our daily features today, the Ware Mechanical Weather Center forecast, we cannot stress this enough. Saturday is looking more and more dangerous. We could see some severe weather in the area. We're starting to see some of the normal signs of um, precautions being ramped up. Again, watch out for Saturday's weather continuing coverage available on hometown headlines now through the storm threat. Looks like thunderstorms, heavy rain, and a high of 70 due here on Saturday afternoon and evening. Today, a much better forecast, sunny with lows of 60, in the low 60s, highs in the low 60s. Obituaries today, we say farewell to Mr. Darian Benjamin, Rhonda Lynn Copeland, Teresa Crawford, Alan Lynn Hedrick, and Miss Wendell Edith Sutton. We have public health dining scores for you today, including a 65 for a relatively new restaurant down in Rockmart. The Greater Community Bank Crime Watch Report now up. We have updates from Floyd, Bartow, and Polk Counties as well. We have Tua's Chick-fil-A Sports Report for you this morning. Another new high school football coach. This one up in Chattooga County. Sean Peake has been named head football coach of Chattooga County. Basketball, we have games tonight from local high schools and local colleges. Continuing updates there. The National Championship for College Football is set for Monday, 8 p.m. ESPN. Yep, Clemson versus LSU should be a great one. Speaking of football, the NFL playoffs this weekend, Saturday and Sunday, as we get into the finals of the NFL season. We're still a few weeks away. And we have baseball notes for you today as well. The Rome Braves preseason activities and our countdown to when pitchers and catchers report for spring training in February. And now Thursday's rant of the day. Let's go ahead and call this one Echoes of the November City Commission Election. Perhaps the closest thing we'll ever see to a reenactment of the betrayal of Caesar by Brutus happened last January. Jamie Doss, Rome's commission-elected mayor, was seeking another term as mayor from his colleagues. 
Also in the running was longtime city commissioner Bill Collins. It was cruising toward an agreed-upon 5-4 vote in Doss's favor when that dagger made contact. Randy Quick, complete with a dramatic pause seen mostly in soap operas, flipped his vote to Collins, stunning fellow commissioners. The jolt didn't last that long, though, as they next voted Quick in as mayor pro tem. Wendy Davis's nomination for that post died without a second of any of the, from any of the commissioners. It was also painful to watch. The webcast of the minutes, though, surrounding this overall vote are worth looking at. If you've never seen them before, they're available on the city website. In all that's happened in the past 12 months, we think that pro tem vote would change dramatically if held today. What we do know is this. They're going to vote again this coming Monday, and it will be must-see TV, or in our case, webcast. City commissioners again will select a mayor from among their ranks on January 13th, but there are th- different things this time. Number one, there are three new faces on the board. Bonnie Askew, who actually is returning to the city commission following the November vote, and two newcomers, Jim Bojo and Mark Cochran. Conversations and lobbying from not just the mayor's post, but others began minutes after the election votes were counted on November 5th. There were commissioners visiting the winning commissioners' parties trying to enlist early support. And now, two months later, it's time to see who stands where and with whom. More important, will the City Commission of 2020 embrace the push for change in city government mandated by voters back in November? The mayor's vote will be the first indicator, and let us clarify this point. This is not a push to oust Bill Collins. His work on Somerville Park alone perhaps earned him a new term. However, others disagree. The word on the street is Collins could be challenged by Craig McDaniel. Or will Jamie Doss attempt to come back? Or what about Wendy Davis, now the third longest serving commission, city commissioner behind Collins and Doss? Her stock remains very high with city voters. Will she have the support on the city commission thanks to some of the changing dynamics from the election? Davis was a huge supporter of Collins and still is. She pushed him for mayor in 2019, in fact, in earlier years as well. All this is is important as there's been some talk of a default candidate, maybe a plan B, should there fail to be enough votes in the opening round for any of the commissioners. Would that be quick? We hear no. We hear that his time as mayor pro tem is temporary at best. As they say, et tu, Brutus? Some of the incumbents from last year's January surprise have not forgotten. But what could come into conflict here is this. Collins seemingly enjoys a good relationship with Quick. That could have some impact on Collins' bid to be mayor for another year if he stands with Quick, perhaps in appreciation for his flip last January. Barring technical difficulties, and it has happened before, this all should play out on the commission webcast very early in Monday night's meeting. And while the mayor's title carries weight and significance, the vote will do one more thing. It will set the tone for which the commission operates in this new year. Again, we are 60 or so days out of that election that saw two incumbents fall. It was an election built around the need to change the commission, and more important, to change the culture of city government. Whether it was artificial parking crisis created last year before the high school graduations or downtown smoking, or the always popular indoor tennis courts, perhaps the thousands of dollars of city tax dollars needlessly flowing toward economic development as it was poached from the chamber, or maybe the revolving door within city government employment, people want change. More important, people want to be heard and not told what to do by those who think they know best. Last year alone showed the city is out of touch. 
the November vote underscore that. So it all starts again at Monday's city commission meeting. There's new blood in the mix and a call for change. We'll soon find out if the city is listening. This is John Druckermiller with HometownHeadlines.com. Thanking you for joining us today. Continuing updates on the weather and on that Shorter Avenue accident throughout the day at HometownHeadlines.com. We open and we close with the stylish renderings of Funky Druck by our good friend Harry Musselwhite. Have a great day in Northwest Georgia.